tonight is the night that we celebrate the very heart of our identity as people of the resurrection. This is the night of the open table, uh, the table where no one is refused. I, I had to laugh when you said, does that mean nobody else can come in because I'm going to talk about the open table. This is also the night when the simple act of foot washing turned the world upside down. Because for thousands of years on this night, Jews remembered that Yahweh had broken the oppressive yoke of Egypt around the neck of Israel. This was the foundational story of triumph, of covenant, that Yahweh's faithfulness and Yahweh's supreme power lifted up the tribes of Israel and formed them as the holy people of God, no longer enslaved, but victorious. So to be faithful meant living one's life with the consciousness of the supremacy of the King God. To be faithful was to see oneself as the servant of a very kingly God who expects unquestioning loyalty and extracts difficult choices. The psalm says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. This is extreme faithfulness. At festival times, like tonight, there were sacrifices as demonstration of gratitude and righteousness, as the psalm said, O oh Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. That is the covenant statement. You have freed me from my bonds, therefore I am your servant. So in the Gospel of John concerning foot washing, Peter says, bringing this whole hierarchical idea with him, Lord, you will never wash my feet. Because for Peter, Jesus was not a friend. He was a master and a messiah, the son of Yahweh, the exalted and victorious ruler of the universe, whose servant Peter was. And if anybody would be washing feet, it wouldn't be the prince of God. And yet, Peter knew that Jesus ate with all kinds of people, even women and lepers. We could say that one of the hallmarks of Jesus' way of being was the completely open and inclusive way that he had meals with other people. It was not kingly. John talks about foot washing in the way that the other authors of the gospel talk about the Last Supper. Because John is always looking at the collisions of the message of Jesus with the world order. The light came into the darkness, and the darkness knew it not, he says. So that the royal son of David's line, the Messiah, washed the feet of his disciples was the extreme affirmation of Jesus' message of hospitality and inclusion. It stands against the classist norms of the time and the understanding of the old covenant that salvation comes through sacrifice. So in this act of foot washing, which we are about to commemorate, we are to understand that we are no longer the suffering servants of Yahweh. Now we are the friends of God. Maybe we can empathize with the disciples who were frightened by what does it meant to have their feet washed by the Lord. Not a friend, but a mentor and director washing the feet. The intimacy of that foot washing experience the suggestion that we are as much a part of revealing God to the world as Jesus is, is overwhelming. 
the disciples were overwhelmed. And Peter, possibly remembering his baptism, says, don't wash my feet. Wash my hands and my head, not my feet. That he could cope with. He'd already had that done. Baptism to him meant following, not leading. And following was hard enough. Being a friend of Jesus means being with Jesus and leading. But the good news in the gospel is that we're not left without help to know what Jesus meant by saying that he was a friend to all disciples and that we then are all friends of his. Jesus tells the disciples to love one another in the way that he has loved them. And by this love, God will be made, to be made known to the world. And in the gospel that we did here, that is the very obvious theme. I am in the world, and through me, the world knows you. Faithfulness no longer involves open, offering a sacrifice to the Holy of Holies, behind the veil, in the temple, in Jerusalem. Faithfulness is no longer a matter of suffering, slavery, and sacrifice. Faithfulness is a matter of accepting and reflecting that love which is so manifest in the way that Jesus cares for his apostles. God is not the powerful king behind the veil, weighing our sacrificial offerings against the burden of our sins. God is a loving, forgiving presence here, here, in this room, in our gathering, in and between and among us, in the love that we carry and reflect to each other. God is immediately present to us when we are willing to believe that we are loved. The world needs more than ever for us to reveal the great love God has for his creation or for her creation. We would not be here celebrating this night unless we knew that. We know that we are living in a world that does not think it can do without war. We witness the violent annihilation of children in our own streets every day. We feel the agony of unemployment and the growing shame of hopeless, homelessness and hopelessness right here in this county. It is hard to see what love can do about these things. But I think we understand that when we love each other and allow ourselves to be loved, together we will manifest God and God will do the rest. That is the new covenant. That is faithfulness. When I first came to this church, many people told me that this is a good church. Many people told me that they had been here for a long time and that they really loved the community here. And I can see, too, how much pride there is in so many aspects of the church's life here, but especially in the liturgy and in the godly play. And I am glad to be in a place where the lifeblood flows through the Eucharistic meal. I am glad to be with people who believe, as I do, that we know our best and deepest selves, the selves that are made of the same stuff as our Creator, when we break bread together. It is good to remember who we are together tonight. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community 
for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace and we hope to greet you in person very soon.